Hello and welcome ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fourth episode of Subtle Lyrics, a podcast organized jointly by Spotify and me to overcome the COVID-19 outbreak. So here I am, Shohar Tote, the host of the program. I'm an author and a columnist and let's introduce someone who's our guest here at the program today. Ladies and gentlemen, set the drums rolling and please welcome Faiz Yusuf. Faiz is uh, an author, a, a poet I would like to say, you know, he was born in 1999 in the city of Patna in Bihar, India. He's got degrees in London School of Economics and has worked as a marketing executive at Penguin India and at HarperCollins India. So he's got lots of experience. Besides that, he's an author of four books, namely Supernova, The Farago, Pictures of Life and a recently published book, Midnight Sun. He's 21 years, so we can consider him as a very young poet. So hey Faiz, welcome to the episode today. Uh, thank you so much, Sardia. Such an honor to be a part of this show. As a professional poet, I would like to say I'm really glad to have you here today. Oh, thank you. Same here, honestly. Like, means a lot. Okay, so, so I hope you're doing well amidst the COVID-19 outbreak, you know. It's taking yes. the world by a shock. Yeah, just, just staying inside the houses. I mean, it's the, it's the only rational thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Faiz, so basically our uh, our listeners actually, they are basically novice poets or poets who are trying to write up some, you know, poet, poetic works or poems during the lockdown period. So I would like your poetic insights into poetry so that that can provide them with a better introspect. I'd be more than happy to do that with the best of my abilities. Great. So Faiz, uh, most people, rather authors, you know, take up to prose writing nowadays. Like they write uh, novels, they write stories, they write uh, comics and so many other things, so many other genres. But do not usually take up poetry writing. Last week when I was browsing through a website uh, of a publisher, I wouldn't name it. So I got to see that they had closed down the poetry writing uh, submissions. Because citing reasons that uh, there have been no submissions of poetry for five years. So would you like to say anything on this as a poet actually, as a published poet I would say? Yeah, wow, five years is a long time but uh, yeah, I mean it's an interesting observation and a quiet correct one because uh, the poetry market has indeed been diminishing over the past few years. I think it's because, you know, uh, we've entered into this era called the Instagram poetry where uh, there's so much content that is available on the internet that people don't want to read one book of poetry in one go they want to read like selection this they want to read like verses yeah like a puzzle like a big like verses huh verses like yeah, yeah. Like, pieces of poetry and uh, yeah not not just read it in one go maybe it's because that reading poetry in one go is too is too heavy for them or they just like sh- it's more easy for them to share like small verses but then again i'm i'm pretty much not against the idea but i, I like reading poetry in uh, like a compilation of poetry because when you compile poetry it's not just a compilation per se which is just random um poems put together in a book it, it has a bigger story to tell so yeah even though i find it better that way um it's true that poetry market has been declining lately okay so that's a great insight and phase tell us something about your latest published book the compilation the midnight sun what is it all about Ah, oh, Midnight Sun. Uh, yeah, this is a project I've been really passionate about. Um, it's uh, like what I, what a Lehman would say. It's a compilation of poetry, but that's not how I like to describe it. It's, uh, okay. it's uh, something. It's something like journal of emotions. And uh, yeah, no, I know it sounds a little heavy, but uh, 
for me, honestly, emotions have been a really big part of uh, honestly everyone's life. Everyone has loads of emotions. But what the interesting nature of emotions that I've seen is that they're always come off as a mixture. They always come off as an amalgam. They, uh, if I'm feeling angry, it's always like frustration, or uh, I am feeling very uh, depressed. Un- depressed yeah. all of these things come at once it's not just this one emotion entirety and sometimes it's it's also um it's also like a polar contrasting emotions coming out at once maybe i want to do it but i know that i don't want to do it mm. and all of these paradox of emotions that made me write into a, made me write a book on on basically on these emotions and that's the reason this book is called midnight sun because again it's a very it's a very contradictory uh, word to say that there's um it's midnight it's all dark but there's a sun out there yeah so yeah but because um yeah it's it's all about this tartic this toxic those uh those emotions wrapped up in all of those ones that after a few time after 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 some time seems hopeful after some time seems optimistic in in another sense and yeah that's the reason this book has been divided into two sections dawn and dusk where uh dusk is all of those sad really really um depressed poetry but then then there's dawn which is again a hopeful extension to those sad poetry Yeah there's always a new dawn you want to say uh, after the darkness period right exactly exactly Absolutely. okay so i would like a note for the listeners here you know so phase is thinking like a mother he's thinking how to just get uh, a visionary future a future full of light amidst darkness <laughs> yeah that that's something i hope to achieve honestly yeah yeah so phase uh, as a written poems as you are a professional poet so what do you think makes up an ideal poet is it his imaginative creativity or his realistic approach um yeah if you um if you ask the 12 year old version of me i would say that um it's uh, it's all about those imagery that you create and whatever you can imagine fantasy what, yeah what all fantasy you can bring to the table yeah. but to me if if you ask me right now i feel that realistic approach is a very very important part of it like it's it's just like a coin and on one side of it if there if there's imaginative creativity there has to be a realistic approach. on the other end people Because compare their life their happenings to that of the poems and they exactly. find a way out you know through exactly. what the author gives out to exactly exactly so so exactly like you said uh, people want to relate to poetry yeah, exactly. to get some meaning out of it people mm. want that um what they read they can consume it in a very realistic sphere of uh space the bigger and through poetry you want to make people feel actual emotions and those actual emotions can only be felt when you're bringing something very real something very raw something very that is on base in the grassroots level so yeah yeah realistic approach is pretty important as well so phase uh, what are your usual topics while writing poems uh my usual topics would be yeah uh, maybe coming of age or adolescence because as i was growing up there were like so many thoughts going on in my head um w- whether i should do this whether i should not do this what is wrong what inquisitive is right. type mentality 
Exactly. Yeah, which I am at the present. So I must read your book when you write about adolescence. <laughs> uh, I, I'm glad if it helps. Um, yeah. So yeah, exactly. So it's and you know when you're when you first it's the first time you're falling in love. Um, do you even know if it is love? Do you know if it is infatuation or whether this uh, pain you're feeling in your chest is it heartbreak or is it just uh, like like just just it's just there? I don't know. There's so much confusion going on and like all of those confusion, all of those experiences I was able to put into words throughout my adolescence, throughout my teenagehood, and now while I'm entering my young adulthood, I have started also writing uh, a little about politics in addition to um, love and heartbreak and coming of age. So yeah, these are some topics I like to like go around. Yeah, I would like a. Uh... some deviation from the original topic a little bit of question okay please yeah yeah, yeah so sure. did these things really happen to you like um yeah they they happened to me because they are extremely autobiographical i know it's a very um very um what do you say a uh, thin line to walk on and uh, because maybe because it's very you become vulnerable when you literally put out to the world saying okay this happened to me and that and, and now i'm telling you this because i want you to know that uh you're not the only one going through this you're not the only one who's going through these emotions you're not the only one who feels this so um yeah those are very autobiographical those are very um unique not unique to me those are something that happened to me but are are same with everyone because everybody goes through them yeah so i would like to pull out a question out of the thing you said you know that autobiographical nature so do you think poems written out of uh, experiences out of autobiographical nature so do they make better poet uh, poetry poetic works than the things written out of imaginations and visualizations um i think i i i highly highly believe that people that uh, poems uh when people write poems that are written out of um genuine emotions that are written out of personal experiences are far better and i have a very logical exp- uh, explanation for it uh, if you may um because if you if you see like when you try to present um uh, a form of art whether it be music or whether it be dance or whether it be just writing um you want to put on something very unique to the world and how can you bring this uniqueness in the world when there's already so much done in the past when there's already so much um it's like you know it's been done been there done that everything so how do i bring out something that is uh, that is unique and that comes out of as um as my personal experience because my personal experiences are unique to me what happened to me at that point of time at that place only happened to me and if i write about that it it, it it's always unique yeah it's always unique it, yeah it's, it's always great great wonderful insight actually i i love the insight myself oh thank you so much yeah uh, yeah no that that's an honor honestly so uh face uh, from your perspective you have read a lot of poet poems and you read a lot of poets actually true so which poet uh, do you consider your personal favorite or which poetic topics do you consider the most appreciable culture history mythology gender miscellaneous then adolescence love romance etc yeah um i mean uh, my favorite poet would be christopher poindexter i love how he you he, how he combines culture and history symbolism into uh into poetry like uh, for example you know like uh 
for example if i'm ta- i'm saying that uh, love is a battlefield i want to define the, uh, the reason i'm comparing or i'm drawing a parallel between love and a battlefield yeah. because um i want to understand what love is because battlefield is something that is already understood it's something that's already been known to humanity so i can tell you that hey you know this this unknown territory that's called love or oh, it's something very similar that you uh, that you already know which is a battlefield and it's just uh, it's on my it's on my uh, 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 what do you say um uh, Uh, opinion that love is actually a battlefield even though like a little part of it would say that it is but uh, yeah now the point being um yeah it's 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 basically the parallel that you draw and uh, the parallel that you draw with culture that parallel you draw so, with so that's a, that, that, that that's a different take into an explored region where you find something similar to that one one which explodes right exactly exactly and those parallels you draw uh, the the nuances that you get from those parallels drawn is something that i love what mr pointexter does and um, yeah he he does it beautifully honestly and uh, yeah, his arrangement of words his his way playing it is something that i really love okay so phase uh, as a poet do you consider a poem always being rhythmic or always having something to convey which is more important and one more thing does it necessarily need to have jargons in it Oh um, that's a that's a very good question and honestly uh people often confuse this with uh poetry that um you know poetry should have jargons poetry should have those complex words in order to make it feel a poetry yeah but, uh, yeah i i i'm very much against the idea because if you see one all of my poems are written in very simple language and the reason i do that is because poetry should be accessible in its most like in its rawest form because even you're writing a poem also to a wide perspective of readers from the lowest to the highest cultures exactly and classes exactly. of society completely completely because when you when you want to write a poem you want it to be uh, not only accessible but you also want different stratas of people to relate to it and especially when you talk about something as universal as emotions you you need to make sure sometimes it maybe i know it's it's a very controversial statement to make but sometimes you need to make sure it's un- when when a thing is universal it stays universal and um um yeah i mean it it needs to be rhythmic it, it don't it needs to be but it should be rhythmic it should have a flow it should be presentable it should have a very good string of words but at the same time what is the most essential part of any poetry is that it should and it should have a message to convey it uh that is something that is uh and um uh, what do you say most essential part that if there's something that i like to convey with my poetry that has to be in the forefront before anything else great so phase uh for the great and good poets out there who are listening to our podcast at the moment what would your advice be when starting with a particular topic while writing uh-huh. poems i say um yeah no i think i'm going to give a very offbeat answer to that that uh if you want to write a good poem uh you should do your research well <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i know it's it sounds a little um it sounds a little uh, awkward yeah awkward but no it doesn't uh, sound awkward to me because you need to have a particular knowledge of the field you're writing in right 
exactly exactly yeah like, yeah, like you said and i'm a very logical again um uh, explanation the whole theory behind it that for example if you're talking if you're if you're comparing anything to rain and uh, and if if you just know that rain is just droplets of water uh you're just going to stuck to that uh, you're going to be stuck to that obviously but if you know if you've done your research that oh how does rain happen uh it first it's it's the water that evaporates into water vapor and then it goes into the clouds and then it all uh, i think it condenses and then it goes down as water and uh yeah all of these things happen and then if you see this whole life cycle of uh, of uh, rain um it would be very similar to the life cycle of a human and uh, and i think that is something very interesting so that, that's a, that's a wonderful com- comparison actually a life cycle of a rain compared to a life cycle of a human and you get similarities in that no thank you exactly so basically it's coruscating it, actually Ah, thank you thank you so much so uh, uh yeah no exactly and you can you can only know this you can only draw this comparison when you know that rain is much more than just water falling from the clouds you know the nuances behind the behind what you're talking about when you when you know that okay i'm going to pinpoint something that nobody else is pinpointing i know that i will have something unique with me which in turn would lead to a great poem so Yeah, I feel I feel like to write a good poem you need to be first genuine and then do your research well on whatever you're writing about. Great. So, face uh what would you say that defines a great poet? Oh, what defines a great poet? Um yeah, like like I think I I I brought up in my conversation with you right now, but uh yeah, I'm going to reinstate <laughs> that because I cannot emphasize it enough um on uh, how much I I I value nuances. Like for example, um like uh, honestly there is this song uh, like I recently heard called New Year's Day and you know like you could either tell a person that hey I love you unconditionally and uh, I'm I'm always going to stay with you and whatever whatever. And um and then there I, and then you go to a party with them like a New Year's Day party. But then um um instead of just saying that that hey I love you I would you know when the party ended and i threw a party and everything's just really messed up in the party because hmm. yeah you know how that after party works um I'm, i i go to that person and i say hey uh, i'm going to help you clean up all the bottles even while everybody is gone and that's one of my one of my ways of saying hey i love you because while nobody else well, everybody was here for the party everybody was your friend i'm more than a friend because yeah to help I, you out yeah i want after help, the party I, I, is done yeah exactly i want to i want to be with you when nobody else is I yeah wanna, stay by your side stay by your side exactly and i know uh, like like being at the most rawest more at most grassroots level and uh, th- this is something that i really love like how you can see things in a very different manner you can you everything does not have to be on the face people should use nuances people should use something that has a very metaphorical meaning to it uh something like um something like bringing out that you never thought it could be compared to but then making people realize that oh yes it was so similar yet i didn't realize it yeah and yeah that that, that actually exists yeah but exactly. i didn't i didn't observe it <laughs> no i'm i'm pretty sure you did don't don't, don't tell me that <laughs> okay so face uh, i would like to ask you would you like to recite a poem from your book um i'd love to honestly thank you for this opportunity okay so what book if i may know 
Uh, it's it's midnight time. The latest release, because uh, I'm always in love with uh, whatever is latest. So. Okay, so could you please proceed with the poem? Just describe a little earlier, so that our audience gets an insight into what poem it is and what it is written upon. Ah, uh, for sure. So, tragic endings is a poem that I recently wrote about uh, those cathartic, semi-toxic emotions where you know that this relationship is not gonna last. but you're still in it for for the fun for the joy for the pain for the it's it's love but it's not forever and again it's a very very unconventional thing to say that when you say you like you know you when you say that hey i love you uh it should mean forever but for me it doesn't and in this poem for the person which is me doesn't so um yeah no yeah, the narrative right Yeah, it's 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 a it's a personal autobiographical narrative. So yeah, now here I go with the poem. Yeah, then. sure. Stop. Um, tragic endings. Here I go. Um, uh, meet me at the outskirts of the now forgotten town, where we first saw each other, where we first sipped the coffees, knowing this won't last for long. But aren't we here now? And well, I don't think this ship is sailing off anytime soon. You serve as my anchor, and I do like the stability you provide me with. But I know that once it's off, I will repent forever for trusting you. I don't want to get too dependent on you. I have seen people making promises of forever and leave when the sun shows its bloody face. Although love's a risk anyway, so let's be careless once more and see how far it goes this time around. Heartbreak will knock on my door. But I won't open it this time. I would rather let it wait outside, in pursuit of its next victim, until it eventually finds one. And then, when you grace my home with those blue eyes and pink cheeks, how will I ever be able to refuse you? Tell me you love me in a way like everyone who told me these three little words in the past were downright liars. And though we stand afar from being even a nibble of what star-crossed lovers are, I'm willing to believe these false stories you made up just to hear my real ones. Um, just don't let anyone get a hint of this play, right? I don't want opinions from strangers begging on whether we'd last or not. Pity their flawed intellect, for they don't know that forever was never on the table and will never be. We have this unspoken agreement to foster off of each other's desperate admiration until either we're tired or bored. Whatever, whatever it may be, though, uh, no, for sure, I will always keep the image of your long dark brown hair swaying to and fro as a fixture at the back of my mind, with the recollection of twenty-three other daredevils who lost so damn much when they decided they don't want a contest for the toxic callus anymore. Thank you. This is really wonderful. More wonderful is the topic: tragic endings. Ah, oh, thank you so much. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, it's tragic. Most of my poems are are end tragically. Um, yeah, but mm, that's life. Yeah. yeah okay, I'm so listeners, that. if you have loved uh, Faye's poetry, please do visit his book, The Midnight Sun. It's available on Amazon dot in and many other websites and online shopping stores and bookstores. And uh, it's available in the Kindle format too. So during the lockdown, if you want to lay your hands on poetry, do lend Faye your ears. and i hope you like it
thanks to all those who have listened to the podcast episode do follow it if you like and of course please mail me at shopardodeofficial@gmail.com or at office@spotify.com if you want to appear as a guest here good luck stay home stay safe thank you face thank you for being here today it's a real great honor to have you here today as a professional poet on our poetry podcast thank you so much means a lot honestly like really really i have such a great time talking to you honestly okay so bye face <laughs> no. see you see you again See you see yeah. you have a great day